universe in yellow Dark forces are on the rise The world needs a hero How will the earth survive? Transformers, robots in disguise. Hi everyone, welcome back to Dice and Decepticons. My name is Robert Kerr, I'm the host and GM of the podcast. Because this episode was recorded back-to-back -back with the last episode, we're going to jump straight into the action. When we last left Adrian and his team, they were trying to save an Energon facility from a Decepticon attack. The Decepticons have been using swarms of alien bugs to steal the Energon. We join Adrian as he tries to destroy the portal that the bugs are escaping through. So you severely injure one of the insects. It gives a burbling hiss noise and the portal falters and then comes back. Hey, it's working. That's good. We need it to work even more. Right. Agent pulls out the dagger and shake out some of the bugs, goes in for a stab. Okay, you've already used two actions. I did? You aimed? Oh, I did. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So your turn is done. Uh, in the meantime, let's cut over to Mariah and Gadget. You guys are in the thick of it. You found Autobot Rev, and there are bugs everywhere, and you're just trying to kill them as quickly as possible. Um, what the bugs are doing is they're crawling to the refinery towers and then crawling down inside the pit and then coming up with energon. Okay. Um it's because of the initiative order, the enemies get to attack first. So the enemy is going to first attack Mariah. And Mariah needs to roll presence to avoid being hit. She rolls a 15, which is a fail, so she takes damage. She takes three points of damage. And then the second one attacks. Uh, the second attack is directed against Gadget. So go ahead and roll Gadget's presence. All right. He got a natural 20. Which is double damage, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember off the top of my head, so we'll do that. He takes eight points of damage. Let's take a look at this one. Check what he has abilities again to make sure there's nothing special here. Uh, da, da, da. No, nothing special. Okay. Eight damage, you said? Yes. So it takes out zero armor left and three hit points minus is 12. Okay. Down to 12. Mariah and Crash have a special ability called Exothermic Plating. When hit, you can deal back 1d6 damage and then roll your reactor die. She is going to use that. Since it's a swarm, she doesn't roll damage. The swarm simply rolls its hit die. The swarm does not decrease in size. 
and she rolls her reactor die, she is unaffected. Okay. All right, so now it is Gadget's turn. All right, Gadget has an ability, it looks like, called Sentry Turret. Could you explain that to me? Because I don't quite make out what's written here. His chassis is auxiliary. His pilot is an engineer. His modules. Sorry, this is a module, right? Yes. Sentry turret. As a use action, drop an immobile sentry turret. Roll your reactor die. On your turn, as a use action, test power to deal 1d6 damage to an enemy within close or near range of the sentry turret. If you roll a 1 or 2 on the damage die, the sentry turret runs out of ammo after it deals that damage. Okay, my other question. He's got what's called a scatter gun, which is range heavy. How is that different? Is that a better damage? Does it deal more damage than a... Say, what I... My characterize as a light uh, ranged weapon. It's plus two attack and damage. Okay. Let's go ahead and... Can you shoot close range or no? Or is that going to negatively affect him? I believe shooting at... Well, it's all kind of... Range is kind of irrelevant because the bugs are everywhere. Okay, gotcha. And that's fine then. As long as he shoots it, it's not negatively affecting your shot. Yes. Okay, he's um, going to take a shot with the scatter sure. gun. And one thing I uh, forgot about that we have to pay attention to is because these guys are hit, hit die above you guys, anytime you roll against them, add one. I think we were forgetting to do that. Add one, so it's plus one difficulty? Yes, plus one difficulty. And then since it's a heavy weapon, you add another two. So it's going to be even harder. Yes. So I, in fact, actually, it'd be better if he just uses his iron flail, because that would make it a little easier to hit, right? Yep, and for okay. these bugs, damage doesn't really matter. Yeah, of course. It's okay, just... let's go ahead. Uh, Fling the flail, using power, that's 10. Got 11. That's a miss. Yep, so that is a miss. First action. Second action, let's see here. What else can he do? Core override, quick fix, reinforce. What does reinforce do? Do you remember that one? What kind of ability is it? Chassis. And he's an auxiliary. As a use action, choose a close or near mecha. They gain a d6. They can choose to roll and add to any damage roll. Roll your reactor die. Only one d6 can be assigned to each mecha at a time. So you increase someone else's damage by a d6. In this case, it doesn't really help against uh, these guys. Okay, yeah, forget that. Then. Don't bother with it. Uh, okay, he can't attack again. He did that. Um, quick fix. Would that repair someone? His pilot ability? Does that give back health or something? You reduce your armor by one to restore two HP to a close mecha. Oh, great. Because uh, he's got no armor left, so forget about that also. Uh, what does he have left? What else can he do? Okay, we're gonna go and deploy the turret then. Maybe that'll help a bit. Okay. Let's see here. Add a real reactor. Yep. Deploy with use. Okay, let's go and roll that. That has a D8. Got two. The downgrades one, right? Yes. Okay, down to D6. Alright, he's done. And the turret doesn't automatically attack once it's launched, does it? Do you have to do... Nope, you use? have to use a use action to use it. Okay. But it's nice because basically you get two attacks without having to roll your reactor die. Yep, exactly. Okay. Okay, 
So it is Mariah's turn. She is wielding her laser axe. She uses her charging strike, which counts as a uh, move action. So she charges forward and swings with her axe. She rolls a six under her 11, which is a hit. She has to roll her reactor die. Four, so she's safe. The swarm rolls its swarm die, and it's a two, which is not enough to downgrade it. She then makes a regular attack, 17 to 14, which is not enough to cause any serious damage. Back to the top. Adrian, it's your turn. We managed to get off one hit on that bug, so if we get one more, maybe I'll kill over. Okay. Well, also, though, if we don't get off here fast, uh, Farsight's done for. Adrian ponders this for a moment and thinks, If an Autobot or a Decepticon die, where do they go? Does their spirit go somewhere? Do they have spirits? Adrian, are you daydreaming right now? No, just concerning the serious consequences of what happens if we fail here. Oh, that's funny, because I was thinking the same thing. How about you do something so that we don't die? Right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. He immediately activates the stat cloud. Vulnerability, success, 1d4 damage to close enemies, and becomes hidden. Let's see here. Yes, 11 on 15. Stack cloud activated. And 1d4. Of course, it does a point of damage. You roll against that. And then he will roll his... In this case, since you're targeting this specific bug, that is the portal bug, uh, it goes to its HP. Great. It is, And uh, you've dealt 7 damage to it so far. Very good. Okay. I'm going to go and roll the reactor die. Hopefully I don't... Do you roll reactor die on static cloud? Yeah, roll reactor die, static okay. cloud. One. You overheat again. Uh, so you, this is interesting. Okay. Good. <laughs> you activate your static cloud. You do become hidden? Yes, I became hidden. Okay. That probably saved your life. The bugs. Wait a second. Before you do that. Okay. Okay. So you say that probably saved your life, blah, blah, blah. Adrian just picks up. Farsight, I just want you to know, I did my best, and um, wherever you end up in the next life, I hope it's good. I wish that I were bonded to literally any other human on the planet. Yeah, that's how the rest of my family feels about me. <laughs> Alright, so you're overheated, you can do nothing, but fortunately, the bugs can't find you either. You have disappeared. So nothing happens on that front. However, the bugs can attack William and Mariah. And I forgot about poor old Rev, who's there. He is somewhat injured. He's clutching his arm, but he's got his blaster. Um, he's got an orange paint job. You don't know what kind of vehicle he is. It's not looking good. Hey, don't sweat it, bro. We'll totally take out these bugs. Stay focused, Crash. Don't you worry, Focus is my middle name. Crash, your middle name is more like Reckless. Touche. The enemy attacks Gadget. Please roll his presence. You got six on ten. Okay, so it doesn't get through. 
The enemy also swarms around Mariah. She rolled a 14 to her 10, which means she takes damage. She takes a single point of damage. She will reduce her armor points. It is now Gadget's turn. All right, we've deployed this ter entry turret. I have a weapon. We go ahead and go to town these guys. First attack um, with the turret. Do I just roll power, right? It says here PWR. Yeah, you, uh, it's a use action, and you roll power. Okay, let's go and do that first. Okay, yeah, we're good. Hold a 9 on 10. That's a hit. And do I have to bother rolling the damage uh, die or no? Nope. We just roll the hit die. It's a four, which is not a downgrade. Okay. So use the turret. Next is Oh, own. and to be clear, like, so you guys are hitting these bugs, but there's, but a uh, not downgrading just represents that you haven't taken out a significant number. So yeah, I visually, and I'm also saying that for the sake of the viewers, like oh, when you guys yeah. hit, when these, when the Autobots are hitting, they are killing bugs, but um, not fast enough. There's too many of them. Okay, uh, next attack, using melee. Yes, roll to six on ten, that's a success. All right, rolling, and... uh, that is not a downgrade either. Oh, that was a waste of time. Okay, yeah, he's done. Okay, it is Mariah's turn. Mariah is going to, what is she going to do? She's going to take an aggressive stance, which means she gets... She gets advantage on her attacks, uh, but disadvantage on defense. She swings with her laser axe, rolls a seven, still does not downgrade. That rolls a five. Um, she is going to, she pulls out her submachine gun and fires into them. And <laughs> she rolls a 19, which is a failure to hit. Great. There's just too many of them. I hit one down and three more come. We have to keep fighting. It is Rev's turn. Rev, holding his injured shoulder, holds out his laser gun and fires on the bugs. 13 to 10 is a miss. Mm -hmm. It is back to Adrian. All right. You overheated last turn, right? Yeah, That's I right. did. So and he can't so, do anything this turn. Yeah, so this turn... You have to sit there again. But you're still cloaked. Yes. So the bugs are scrambling around. You're sidestepping them barely. Um, but you can see the bugs there. And uh, can you make me a systems check, I suppose? I guess. Natural 20. Okay. While you're sitting there, you are scanning and you notice nothing. It is the enemy's... Back up for a moment. What do you mean scanning? You're looking around. You're looking at the portal. You're looking at the bugs. You're looking at the Decepticons. Okay. And uh, nothing seems particularly out of the ordinary. Or, here, let me rephrase that. Adrian, can you get a visual on those Decepticons? Um, and his head kind of tilts up, looks, and he says, I think they're still there. Adrian, I'm wondering, how are they communicating with these insectoids? That's a good question. Are they communicating? 
I don't know, but I assume that this must be some kind of link. Yeah, there would have to be. It's possible that there isn't, but I find that unlikely. You take, you peer at the Decepticons, but you can't make anything out distinctive. Uh, they're just too far away. The, you're, you notice that more and more of the insects are coming up out of the refinery with Energon. Um, the entire area has pretty much been evacuated. There's a few human bodies laying on the ground, but for the most part, uh, the humans were ignored by these insectoid creatures. I'm looking at the Energon readings, and it seems like they've made off with most of the refined Energon. We have to close that portal. Otherwise, they'll get away with basically the rest of the Energon. We can hold them off a little longer, but it's all you, Adrian. I actually nixed that because the bugs are now going to be attacking Gadget and Mariah. The So you guys have been fending off the insects, battering them away, uh, f firing with the turret uh, that Gadget deployed. And so far, they've mostly been uh, just chomping with their mandibles and... On their uh, their front appendages, they have these large claws, so they're clawing and biting. Um, several of them, the larger warrior-looking ones, come towards Gadget, and they're dripping from their mouths this green-looking acid stuff. And as they approach, they spray it towards Gadget. I need you to make a presence check to avoid being damaged by this. That's 8 on 10. That's a success. Okay, so you dodge out of the way. Um, they also come after Mariah with the attack. Uh, she gets hit. She takes 6 points of damage. Ouch! That one hurt! This is not looking good, guys. Rolling the swarm die for these guys, since they took 2 actions of the same type in a row. Still not downgraded. It's Gadget's turn. Gadget takes up the sentry turret again. Going for another round. 19, that's a fail. Let's go ahead and also try... Let's see, which one is it going to Remember, you also have your stances. Okay. Let's go and take a more aggressive stance with this next attack with the um, Iron Flail. I get to roll two dice and choose the better of the two, correct? Yes. Okay. They're equally bad. 14 and 14 against okay. 10. So that misses. And you roll disadvantage on defense. Okay. It is Mariah's turn. Uh, she hacks at them with her laser axe, still going full aggressive mode. She rolls a 6, which is a hit. 1. The swarm downgrades. So Mariah just becomes a flurry of mechanical arms uh, Crash brings his axe sweeping through scores of them uh, they drop uh, to the ground in huge numbers you guys have put a sizable dent in their numbers Mariah has a second attack so she'll take that one too and uh, she'll have to roll her reactor die afterwards she rolls an 8, which is a hit, so she needs to roll her reactor die. 5, so she's fine. And this swarm 
needs to roll a d4 to see whether it downgrades again. Four, so it did not downgrade. It is now Rev's turn. Uh, Rev also... A Rev is going to aim with his first action and then fire, which means he gets um, advantage. He rolled a two, which is a success. So we roll a d4 to see whether this flea... I'm sorry. To see whether these bugs downgrade. It's a four, so that is not a downgrade. Back to the top of the order. It's up to you, Adrian. Hey, uh, Farsight. Do we have a... Do you carry any kind of... How should I put this? Explosives? No. I see. Hmm. All right. Let's try to take out that one over there, and then we're going to try to make a run for it. We're going to go ahead and take an aggressive stance. I'm going to try to fire at the um, the other insect. And because I'm hidden, I get ambush, advantage on attacks made while hidden, and deal 1d6 additional damage. So just to be clear, if you try to do that, um, you already have advantage from your cloak. You don't need another advantage from aggressive stance. So, And remember that aggressive stance lowers your defense. Okay, gotcha. We won't do that then. So, using advantage from being cloaked, and hopefully that extra damage will get through. It's still bad. 18 and 17. Wow, okay. So, your attack I... misses? Yes. Now, do I lose my cloaking? Yes, okay. since you attacked. Crap. So. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to go ahead and try to reactivate Static Cloud again. Also, doesn't stack cloud hit two enemies, not just one? What does two it say? Two close enemies and become hidden. So you could hit the gate bug? Yeah. You could hit two gate bugs, or you could hit the swarm and the gate bug. Yeah, it'd be to, I'd try to hit the swarm and then the more vulnerable gate bug that I've already hit once. Okay. Or twice, actually. Okay. 17 against 15. Failure. Failed again, huh? All right, your shot goes wide, and then you activate your stat cloud. You try to activate it, and it, like, jams. And I picture, like, when it activates, it's like a sparkling shield of electricity goes out. In this case, like, it starts to activate, pops, fizzles, and goes out. Well, that was dramatic. It is now the enemy's turn. The bugs have spotted you, and they clamber all over you, Biting as they come. Please roll against presence. I'm sorry. Let me make a uh, let me make a change to that. From behind you, the bugs realize you're there. You come uncloaked, and they swarm over you. And several of those larger warrior type bugs come, and they're frothing this green acid, and they try and spew it at you. So go ahead and roll your pres uh, presence to try and avoid the attack. 16 on 6. Okay. Uh, that means the attack gets through. So we roll 1d8. It's 5 points of damage. First sight is not negative 4. What happens? Okay. So these bugs spew this acid. It starts cutting through Farsight's armor. And... He simply collapses to the ground. Everything goes dark inside your cockpit. For a second, you think 
that maybe he's dead dead um but as you're seeing there a little emergency like backup generator somehow kicks on and so you get this really dim light this dim led right suddenly clicks on because you were disabled, we roll on this fun table for disabled mecha. I rolled a five. Your comm systems are down. You cannot communicate until you complete a long rest. How long is a long rest? A long rest is eight or more hours. That's only to activate comms, correct? Yes, you are not able to use your comm system. Okay, I don't care about that right now. Okay. What about anything else? Can I get anything else running right now? No, you are totally disabled. Okay. You have to complete a long rest until you are able to operate uh, Iron Wall again. Uh, not Iron Wall, gosh. Farsight. Yes, <laughs> Farsight again. Okay. Well, I'm alive. Barely. I can't raise anyone on the comms, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me make something clear. I hate you. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Myself, of course, not you. We cut over to Mariah, William, Crash, Gadget, and Rev, who are busy fighting off the remains of the swarm. A lot of them have gone down, but there's still a significant number of them. Now, you've noticed also... Gadget um, has noticed this, that when the bugs that are carrying Energon are killed, um, the Energons are literally um, like nuggets. And so when you kill a bug and slice it open, it just drops a, this big nugget of Energon on the ground. It doesn't like pool. It is Gadget and William's turn. Same procedure as usual. Attacking. Um... Let's see here. Nah, things are going okay. We're not going to risk that. Oh, wrong, wrong chart here. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, no. I still have a D6 for the reactor die. Huh. So if I take an aggressive stance, I can roll a little better, right? Okay, yes, we'll but only for melee. Only for melee. Let's go ahead and launch an attack with that turret. 12 on 10. That's a failure. Okay. And now let's go ahead and launch a melee attack with his flail. You're rolling with advantage? Oh, right. Was going to take an aggressive stance? Yeah, I'm taking an aggressive stance. Okay. Still failed. 11 and... Uh, I'm sorry, 12 and 17. Wow, against okay. 10. It's Mariah's turn. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. The enemy was supposed to attack first, wasn't it? Probably. Okay. So we'll have the enemy attack Mariah and Rev. So while that was going on, uh, the enemy attacks Mariah. Uh, Mariah rolls with disadvantage. She gets hit for D6. She takes three points of damage. She's down to one hit point. Rev also rolls with disadvantage. He rolled a 17 against 10, which means he takes damage. Four points of damage. He's down to three. Now it's Mariah's turn. <laughs> She's going to use her charging strike, which counts as a mobility attack. 16 versus 11 is not enough. 
and she rolls her reactor die, which is a one, so it downgrades to a d4. She now rolls her regular attack, five to 14, which is a hit. We roll the, um, where's my d4? Rolling the swarm's HP, it's a three, which is not a downgrade. Finally, we have poor old Rev. He is attacking as well, and Rev takes time to aim. He uses a use action so that he can roll with advantage. He rolled a 15, which is not enough to hit. We cut back to Adrian, who is still laying there in the uh, disabled form of Farsight. Okay. So does Adrian know this? Here's a question. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. Is there a manual mechanism that can open up this cockpit? Yeah. Great. Adrian's going to go ahead and take a look for that. See that man, that mechanism is still operating. Is going to try to open the cockpit. Okay. You find the lever underneath your seat and pull it. The chest section on Farsight pops open like this. You can push it open and climb out. Okay. And another question. Do the four of us, the four humans, uh, Adrian, does he carry any kind of weapon that he himself could carry? Like a, a human-sized weapon at all? Oh, excellent question. You tell me. I would assume if he's in the military, he does. There's a standard issue sidearm. Okay. And how big are these guard uh, insects? Most of them are... No, not the ones that are swarming me. The ones that are at the gate. Oh, the gate bugs? Yes. They're larger than the other ones, but not enormous. Okay, great. Adrian checks his sidearm, makes sure it's loaded, and tells... Uh, Adrian checks his sidearm, makes sure it's loaded, pushes open the cockpit, and turns towards, well, whatever he considered to be the... the and I, eh, let me rephrase that. Okay. Adrian checks his sidearm, makes sure it's loaded, has bullets inside the chamber, pushes open the cockpit, and turns back to Farsight and says, I want to apologize again for my failures, but I'm going to try and make it right. Adrian, what are you doing? I'm going to go take care of that bug over there, the one that's generating the portal. Good luck. May the primes watch over you. Adrian nods and clambers out. Okay. So, you are about a thousand feet away from this gateway. You climb out onto the sands of New Mexico. Around you, the bugs are still... They seem to have lost interest in Farsight. And as you step down you realize that they are probably, most of them are about like shoulder height to you. They seem to be ignoring you so far. Good. The uh, gate itself is about um, a thousand feet in front of you, like I said. So far, it seems as though no one has noticed you exiting the transformer. Adrian looks around, trying to assess what's going on. He sees the bugs still clamoring over his former mech. They haven't noticed him yet, so now is the time to move. As he gets down from on, to from on top of the torso of his fallen companion, 
he readjusts himself and begins running at a fairly brisk pace towards the gate. Okay. Okay. Um, so, there's some advanced stuff that we can put together uh, later. Um, I was completely unprepared for for this, which is actually pretty cool. So, you approach these bugs, this bug on foot, in person... This thing looks like an evolutionary nightmare. Um, it has a small head, a large thorax area. Um, most of these bugs are covered in this large black, black carapace. But you notice that the mandibles aren't just uh, one on each side of the face. They're like, there's four of them set uh, diagonally from each other. Most of these bugs have like this, these four mandibles. Uh, this particular bug has an extremely bloated abdomen. Um, it's got all these uh, strange mounds around its body, like like uh, like these all over its abdomen. And it has these this long appendage that comes out of its abdomen and curls high up into the air. And its underside and this appendage are all glowing with this uh, purplish energy. If you're looking, if you're looking closely, you notice that uh, um, under its abdomen, just like the ones that are carrying Energon, you think you see the glow of Energon from this one's stomach as well. Um, but this is the one that you injured previously. Um, it is in really poor shape. It's leaking black fluid all over. Although it, it still, it's still up. And uh, as you approach, it kind of dully turns its head to examine you. Okay, so where exactly is the wound on this thing? It's wounded um, in its thorax, which is sort of the, the upper, what you would call a torso if it were standing upright. Okay, and how tall is this thing? Um, Rough estimate. It is... A little larger than the other bugs, so the okay, your your size. eye level is probably uh, the top of its uh, body. Oh, okay, huh? Okay, first things first. From a little bit of a distance, I'm going to I'm going to shoot at, try aim towards the injury. Okay, so and to be clear, that when you're when you're approaching it, no one seems to be stopping you, and the bug like looks at you but doesn't really pay attention. I assumed that you were closer to it. Sorry. I assumed earlier. Okay, no, that's that's fine. I'm going to take a shot though. Okay. So you're going to do it from a distance? Not too much of a distance. I'll tell you what, cuz I'll give you a choice. Yes. You can do it from a distance and try and fire and make that and roll for it or I'll allow you to come right up to this thing, put your gun to its wound and pull the trigger and you don't have to make a check for that. Okay, so let me go ahead and narrate what he's going to do then. Adrian approaches. He's tugging out a little bit, but he keeps going. As he gets closer to the to the strange bug, he notices that no one else is watching him, at least he doesn't think so. And even if they were, it doesn't matter. They haven't moved in yet. They haven't gotten close enough to stop him, so he keeps going. He wasn't sure how good of a shot he was. He remembered before how everyone else had told him how great he had done doing the testing in school, but he's not quite sure how true that is. Just better if you get closer, 
even if he risks himself or even if he gets himself into more danger. She draws closer. Still no one's reacting. He gets closer. And he's right up on him now. He pulls out his gun and takes a shot. Okay, where does he take the shot? At the thorax, is it? Abdomen? You take a shot into the wound? Okay. Yes. So you approach this thing. Uh, you come right up next to it. It turns its head to like, and it just kind of dully watches you. You pull out your gun, put it to the wound, pull the trigger. You pump it several times full of lasers. Um, the creature shrieks. Black bile comes out of the wound. It comes out of its mouth. And with a flicker, the gate goes down. This bug collapses to the ground. And every bug in the area turns and looks at you. Okay. Um, that's your action. I'm going to skip over to the enemy who's fighting William, Mariah, and Rev. Uh, these bugs are attacking you, right? And they're uh, trying to destroy you. Um, all of a sudden, in unison, the bugs stop attacking they turn and they start crawling back towards the gate. Adrian, what's going on? Adrian, can you hear me? He's not responding. It seems as though his comm system's down. Gadget, can you get a visual? Gadget's optics adjust as he zooms in. Oh no. Farsight's down. And Adrian's on foot? It looks like he killed one of them gate bugs. The portal's down. Great. Hold on, Adrian. We're coming. Mariah does a use action and transforms. Plows through the bugs towards Adrian's location. Gadget also follows suit, unless you have some other idea. Nope. Okay. So they are racing your way. They're trying to plow. They're plowing their way through these insectoid creatures. We cut back to Adrian. Adrian, uh, all of the bugs that had been minding their own business have now suddenly turned towards you. What do you do? It only been a moment, and the body of this other bug was even cold. And suddenly, all those strange eyes and. Antenna were facing towards him. Adrian looked both sides, looked over the panorama of view, trying to figure out what to do next. And then, wait, they're heading towards him. All of them were. Wait a moment. Adrian runs over to the other side of the gate, the port where the portal used to be, and he charges towards the other portal bug. At least that's what we call it for now. It doesn't seem to move quite yet, and so. While it's still sitting there, or perhaps it's still sitting there? Anyways, he charges towards the enemy bug, and grabbing it, he shoves his gun in its face, and bellows, Alright! None of you move! I took one of them! I'll take the other one, too! So you jump on top of your hostage bug and shove your pistol in its face. 
Um, the bugs don't respond. They do exactly what they've been doing, which is crawling towards you. I'm serious. From above, you hear a rush of air and the thump of two huge mechanical feet. Standing in front of you is a Decepticon. His alternate mode appears to be a fighter jet of some kind. I have to think about the voice. I really want to do Starscream, but... <laughs> or what's the Cobra Commander? Do you remember... Did you ever uh, see the cartoons with uh, Cobra Commander? I might have. I don't remember. He talks thing. like this! <laughs> it's like, I'm not even doing it right. Okay. He's like, always like this! Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm really tempted to make that the uh sure so puny human. We're not gonna do that. And I don't know hold on. I don't know if I really want to use the lower one. Hmm. Let me try something. I suppose you think you're terribly clever. Well, when you only have so many options on the table, you can have to do what you can. I'll admit, you're brave for a human, and you're also about to be very dead. Well, that's not much of a threat. I don't think my life's really worth that much. I might as well take this bug with me. You think I'm concerned that you're taking that one hostage? Oh, didn't you realize I'm the one in control? The Decepticon holds up her arm, and attached to it is a... At first you thought it was like some kind of arm guard, but you realize it's biological. And on its back, it has these square plates where its carapace is. And um, it seems like it, it resembles a um, like a number pad almost. The shapes are a little more organic, but you can tell. This seems to be able to control the bugs. With one of these, the Krex are highly obedient to me. Okay. Um, but without this bug here, it shakes it a little bit. <laughs> you can't move them through the portal, right? No. It's very unfortunate. However, most of the Energon was already delivered. And we ourselves can get to where we need to go. Without the use of that bug. Yeah, I kind of figured as much. But what you've done is extremely annoying. Forgive me if I gloat a little bit before you and your friends die. It's hard to have a plan that's so clever and have no one appreciate you for it. The other two Decepticons who were hovering uh, land behind her, one to either side. She levels a... Nasty-looking blaster at you. Um, all of the bugs have formed kind of a ring around the four of you. Any last words, human? I didn't think so. Oh, um, could you give me a moment? I need to go through a checklist of things I make, make sure I took care of everything before I depart this world, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Life insurance... You know, I don't know if they're going to accept, if the policy accepts this kind of death. 
Do you suppose you can make it look like a natural accident if you do kill me? Okay, well, then I don't know who would even receive my benefits. I think my parents would. They don't really care about me that much, though. At least I'll be grateful. Uh, no friends. And I died serving my country, I guess. Were you guys actually a threat to our country, or no? I'd like to at least think my death had some meaning. Stalling won't help. Oh, no, I'm not stalling. I'm just... just... getting ready. The Decepticon lifts her blaster towards you. Enough talk. Now you die. She pulls the trigger on her blaster, and an enormous bolt of energy goes straight for you. Please roll your mobility to avoid dying. Seven on fifteen. Okay. So you dive out of the way of the main blast, but the force of it knocks you prone. She fires again. Roll your mobility again. 13 on 15. Okay, you roll out of the way. of Somehow you scramble back to your feet and get out of the way of the second blast. You're making a break for it. All three of the Decepticons open fire. Hold still, you ungrateful little... Maggot. Go ahead and roll with disadvantage. 20. There's a volley of fire that comes from the Decepticons. It riddles the ground all around you. It's it's as much as you can do to stay on your feet. Um, you turn and look, and you see an energy bolt coming straight for you. You try and dive to the side but you catch the edge of it catches you it's a intense searing pain you fall backwards and knock your head on a rock and you are knocked nearly unconscious just at the fuzzing of your as your vision starts to go you hear shouts and you see a red sports car crash into the first Decepticon, and then you pass out. We cut from that scene, and we cut to Ironwall. Ironwall wakes up. He finds himself restrained. He is inside what he presumes is an ARI base. As he's realizing this, he hears a ping on his comm, and he activates it. Ironwall, can you hear me? Ironwall makes an affirmative noise. Okay, great. They took me to interrogation, and now I'm allowed to go back to my cell, and I rigged up a communication device so I can talk to you. How are you holding up? Iron Wall was rendered unconscious, and he informs Dylan of this. Okay. So, the situation is, they've told me that I am in a heap of trouble, um, but basically, they it seems as though they need us to study us. So, I haven't been, they haven't thrown me in prison and thrown away the key. Uh, from, I'm guessing that they're going to run some experiments on us. Do you have any kind of mobility at all? Is there anything you can do with your sensors or anything? 
Ironwall makes an affirmative noise, and he scans the room to make sure that there's no guards nearby. He confirms this, and then Ironwall's head lifts from its socket and drops to the floor and transforms into a headmaster under your control. And we will meet that headmaster in the next session. Okay. <laughs> you looked at me as though I'd grown a second head. Well, he did, Danny. <laughs> yep. All right. Will Adrian survive the battle? What will happen to Farsight and his grievous injuries? Who is this mysterious headmaster? And how did Ironwall keep it a secret for so long? Find out in the next episode of Dice and Decepticons. All right, any closing thoughts? Well, Adrian's still alive, and Farsight has not been entirely dismembered, so that's good. Always a plus. <clears throat> I assume the headmaster thing threw you for a loop. Yes. <laughs> so I was, I kept thinking about it and I feel like I stole a page out of, um, Sil Zero's book because they also have a mute robot that they give control of sometimes to the other player, to the player. Oh, uh, gotcha. But, um, honestly though, it was because, um, I wanted to follow this thread, and it doesn't make sense to follow it unless you have some kind of agency in it. Gotcha. And so I've been thinking about it for a while, and um, I wanted Ironwall to have some sort of miniature mode. Okay. And so in this case, what I'm going to say is that um, Ironwall is a headmaster, and he's actually two symbiotic robots. Interesting. And whatever you come up with, is a human-sized transformer. Interesting. And it can be... You can decide whatever you want about it. Like okay. its, its abilities and, and personality and yada, yada, yada. Interesting. Yep. But yeah, I just wanted you to have over that. Okay. That's interesting. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dice and Decepticons. You can follow us on Twitter for show updates at Dice Decepticons. My name is Robert Kerr. And I'm Stuart. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>